Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, June 3rd, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, you are seeing a show Matt. on Thursday night. I am. I am. I am. A case Wait. for the existence of God, finally. This is that two-hander that everybody is talking about as being like one of the best things ever. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that and Excited hoping that it extends. That. Yeah, hoping it extends like by two months so that I, I can say, see it when I'm in town. I couldn't remember if it was open when you were here last it was, but, or if you had gotten was. to see it. But no, there we go. It, it was in the first week of previews and people were like, oh, this is really good. And that's where I had oratorio for living things canceled Uh so i was like do i want to go see this or do i want to stay at the public before i see suffs right that's right and go with um the vagrant trilogy and vagrant trilogy and and it was good but i I think i kind of made the wrong decision there but may have but you never know maybe maybe this will be like a what's that shit play that i (laughs) the the um Uh, i know i know what it is one that was super dark yeah the one that was really dark like lighting dark Dark, uh, that, yeah, that yeah, I watched yeah. virtually. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. I knew. What you, I knew. I got you. I got you. <laughs> you you uh, picked up what I was putting down. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Just real quick before we get into the news, don't forget to head over to Patreon.com/slash/BroadwayRadio, BroadwayRadio.com/slash/Patreon for all of the Broadway radio goodness there before anyone else. Here's it in the regular feed. All right, let's get into the news. And we're going to start with something that feels like it has been in the making for, I don't know, a decade or two. A wee bit, yeah. A wee bit. We finally got word of the official Broadway start date for the musical adaptation of Almost Famous. This movie to musical adaptation had its out-of-town tryout pre-pandemic and had, had vague but not yet specific plans to come to Broadway. We now know that it will hit the main stem beginning on Tuesday. September 13th, ahead of an official opening on Tuesday, October 11th, at a Schubert Theater to be named later. The main cast of the company is more or less what we saw at the Old Globe during the out-of-town tryouts. Returning to the production are Anika Larson, Soleil Pfeiffer, Drew Galing, and Casey Likes. But... Instead of Colin Donnell in um, one of the main roles, the show will mark the Broadway debut of Chris Wood, who played Monel on the Supergirl TV show. Um, mm. Also, is a Central Ohio native. Went to this. Uh, ah, not, there we go. Not to the, didn't go to the same high school as AJ Shively, who I spoke to a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But he is from the same town. There's multiple high schools in the town. Um, they are both from Dublin, Ohio. But um, quick, uh, quick pop quiz for you here which you might oh, be able to figure out based on some context do you know who chris wood is married to i feel like you have either told me this or i have read it but now i don't remember well he met so no. his he met his now wife on the set of supergirl he is married to supergirl herself former broadway carol king mm-hmm. melissa benoist uh-huh. so, there we yeah. go so there you go. But um, the it show is that you probably told me that then. Based I don't know why we would have the... talked about it, but it, <laughs> Honestly, it very well who could knows? have. It probably came up in some almost <laughs> famous complaint session. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a whole other topic. But my complaints <laughs> have nothing to do with Chris Wood, who I think is uh, no, wonderful and, and very good. But it has to do with the fact that um, there will be original music and lyrics for the show by Tom Kitt, who is clearly not one of Your my favorites. favorite. Yeah. Um, not a bad guy. I don't have anything against him personally. I just... 
don't like his music. Um, but the show will be directed by Tony and Olivier nominee Jeremy Heron and will feature choreography by Sarah O'Glebby. The book for the musical will be penned by the original screenwriter and director Cameron Crowe. This show is semi-autobiographical uh, about yeah. his life. We do not know which theater that the Schuberts are oh going to God, stash yeah. this one in, but nonetheless, tickets are on sale. Um, <laughs> and as we were talking about in the group sale, they are very expensive for the first preview. They're not um, cheap. Yeah. They're not like, cheap. What was it, like 200-something for first preview or something? I can't yeah, remember what like, Grace said. Just orchestra tickets for themselves, like not even the 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 premium tickets were, you know, 190-something plus, uh, right. plus fees. And we kind of discussed this in the group chat that while they are selling tickets, because they're at the Schubert, uh, at a Schubert theater, um, a lot of the theaters have very similar um, numbering conventions. Mm-hmm. And they've done this before where they're saying it's coming into a theater. We don't exactly know which one. So you can kind of see, okay, they're basing this off of the seat seating layout yeah. of a specific theater. But then once it is actually determined which theater it is going to, it might be in that theater. But they might also be. have the ability to... Um, could release more tickets. Yeah, could. or move yeah. things around to similar tickets, um, similar seats in, in various theaters. So um, if and, you go and most, on and... Yeah, I was going to say, and most of the bigger Schubert houses all have pretty much the same capacity. It like ranges yeah. between 1,200 and 1,400. Yeah, so you might go on there and be like, oh, Oh, I know what theater this is going to be in based off of the seating chart, but that doesn't necessarily, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm, in- we were talking <laughs> about this, like, I'm interested to see what happens with this. Uh, I think a lot is going to have to do. This is a show about rock musicians. Um, and yeah. Tom Kidd is not somebody who I think about as writing rock music. He's great at orchestrating and arranging rock music. Totally. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But it's coming whether you like it or not. Yeah, or not. Um, so let's talk about some other shows that are coming to Broadway. Yesterday, Second Stage announced two shows, one on Broadway, one off Broadway, that have been added to their 2022-2023 season. It'll start this fall with the world premiere of, of a new play by the great Bess Wall. This one will be an off-Broadway show at the Tony Kaiser Theater. It'll be uh, directed by Tony Award winner David Cromer. This new play is called Camp Siegfried. And then on Broadway, which the timing of this is interesting to me, but in the spring mm. of 2023, we will have the Broadway premiere of Larissa Fast Horse's The Thanksgiving Play, directed by Rachel Chavkin, which was a multi-extended show that ran off-Broadway a couple seasons ago. Um, Larissa Fast Horse, when this show hits Broadway, will become the first female Native American playwright ever produced on Broadway. Mm. Uh, this show will go into the Helen Hayes Theater. That theater, we already know, will be occupied by Stephen Adley Gerges' Pulitzer Prize winner between Riverside and Crazy this fall. Mm -hmm. That show will be directed by Austin Pendleton, and they will be announcing more shows in the second stage season uh, coming up soon. Real quick to give you a preview as to what these shows are about. Best Wall's Camp Siegfried is described this way. It's an exhilarating new play about how far we'll go to belong. During a golden summer at the real-life Camp Siegfried, a picturesque campground on Long Island, two teenagers find themselves on a collision course course with youthful passion and unbridled extremism. Set on the cusp of World War II, apparently. Mm -hmm. In the Thanksgiving play, Good Intentions, Bad Decisions, and Larissa Fast Horse's satirical comedy, The Thanksgiving Play, a troupe of well 
well-meaning theater artists dream of creating something revolutionary, a culturally sensitive, totally inoffensive Thanksgiving school pageant <laughs> that finally gives a voice to Native Americans. That seems like that is going to be an absolute rollicking yep, disaster. Here for it. Um, so very much looking forward to seeing that next spring. Not, next spring, next not, spring, not not, not during around the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving fall season. But I mean, they couldn't but, really push between Riverside and crazy anymore, considering it has kind of been up in the air for at least years. now two years at this point. Well, so, but also we talk about this so much, Ashley, with like in terms of like Tonys and awards recognitions, the fact that a show mm-hmm. would be running in the spring gives it a considerable leg oh, up yeah, in terms of those things. So while it might be odd to be having a show about Thanksgiving, not during Thanksgiving, even though the show is not about Thanksgiving, it's sure. about writing a Thanksgiving play. Um, it certainly could end up being a big awards boon and recognition and no- notoriety boon for fast horse and her show because it's in here's the spring. Hope, here's hoping for sure. Yeah. Speaking of things that we know will absolutely be a big boon for a lot of different people, it was announced on Thursday that the phenomenal Jen Colella will be returning to the Broadway company of Come From Away for a limited engagement during a few summer weeks. She'll be returning to the roles of Captain Beverly Bass, Annette, and others from June 21st through August 7th. She will replace Becky Goldsvig, who I actually saw on tour, who Mm -hmm. temporarily joined the company in place of Rachel Tucker. Um, Tucker is currently on hiatus as well and will rejoin after Colella finishes her run on August 9th. Um, I, I will have to say, I've been kind of bemoaning the fact that, man, I don't know what I want to see when I'm in town <laughs> at the end of July and August. Guess what shot up Guess to the top what? of the... You might have a Broadway show, or another Broadway yeah. show, at least, when you were yeah, bemoaning after the Into la- the Woods. Yeah, exactly. Bemoaning the lack of Broadway shows that you could see at the time. Yeah, I mean, my love for Come From Way has been widely discussed. And the fact that she's rejoining the show, I my mean, there's so many Jen people... My love has been widely discussed. Yeah, but the fact that there's still so many original OBC members in this company, like, it will kind of be... Banana. It really is. So very much looking forward to that one uh, in like six, seven weeks when I uh, finally make it back. Very gay. Extremely exciting. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Happy Uh, Pride. I mean, it'll be in July or August, but still, still the same. When she starts is still in June, right? That's true. It is. Exactly. It's not all about you. I thought you were talking about white man. No, I don't care. My birthday is on June 26th, so it is like Pride Day, so I at least get some credit for that. See? Wow, something like that. There we go. It's my anniversary, Uh, the gayest event of all Prides. There you go. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some (laughs) awards conversation. Yesterday, the Tony Awards and Carnegie Mellon University announced that drama teacher Roshunda Jones-Komba from G.W. Carver Magnet High School in Houston will receive the 2022 Excellence in Theater Education Award. This is an award that has been... uh, um, presented since 2014 and was co-founded between the Tonys and CMU to recognize a top K through 12 drama teacher around the country. Um, Jones Kumba will receive her award at the 75th annual Tony Awards on June 12th. She has also previously been um, uh, awarded the Stephen Schwartz Musical Theater Teacher of the Year Award, um, as well as the International Thespian Society Inspirational Theater Education Award, and was recently inducted into the Texas Thespians Hall of Fame. So. She seems like she's yeah. got the cred 
to deserve yeah. this award. So I, congratulations I so. to her. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, speaking of awards, we've talked about the Black Women on Broadway Instagram account here before. Um, it was founded by the absolutely phenomenal breakout star of the HBO Max show Peacemaker, Danielle Brooks. Yes. Um, which you finally watched and agreed with me about how amazing Correct. it is. Yeah. Um, uh, she co-founded it with Amber Amon, who is going to be in the 2023 Tony winner for Best Musical Limpica, as well as playwright and actress Jocelyn Bio. Uh, uh, they launched it in 2020, and coming up on June 6th, they will be having their first ever Black Women on Broadway Awards ceremony at the rooftop lounge of the Empire Hotel in New York City, City and they will be honoring... Lynn Nottage. Of course. Queen Jean, I believe. I don't know mm-hmm. Queen Jean, but as well as Tony nominee Carrie Young. The yes. trio um, are in the final stages of of doing something in uh, late May. And when they decided to have this um, in-person ceremony instead of a Zoom ceremony. So very Good. excited about that. And congratulations to all three of the honorees. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. We've got some news here that we want to run through. Some uh, off-Broadway news. Yesterday, the Public Theater announced that their upcoming Shakespeare in the Park production of Richard the Third, that will be headlined by Denai Guerrera, will be delaying its first preview. Um, it will now be starting on June twenty-first and will run through Sunday, July seventeenth, with an official. Um, company opening night on june 30th which is when they're having like their Mm -hmm. party and then the press opening night literally a week before they close on july 10th which is always one of my favorite things (laughs) like off-broadway shows do this all the time i am not mad about this at all because it's like who cares like the the award or the the reviews generally you know for for something you know has to be a limited run don't really sell it's like you're selling on name recognition and subscriptions already so why let the reviews get in the way of, of, of a good time. So Our Broadway runs are about 10 days long. So, I mean, it yeah. really does not matter for no. it. And it really is just I, like a, hey, we it, got it hope, hopefully good press. And that's yeah. nice. But we're the show's already ended, actually, like a week ago. Yep, absolutely. I went and saw, um, when I saw um, the Vagrant Trilogies, what they did for that show is the actors came out and sat on the front of, there's no stage in that Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, specific public theater but in the space um, they came out and talked to the audience just like I was in the front row because of course um, but they said oh opening night is tomorrow night and and the person next to me was like oh how long do you run Uh, we run we close a week after opening night Um, that was a little bit because of COVID delays pushing yeah, back sure. the opening, but it was still funny. But anyway, yeah. Richard III, in addition to Denai Guerrera, will uh, feature Sanjit De Silva, Michael Potts, Ali Stroker, and more. Um, so that is always fun. Uh, all right, Ashley, it looks like the great state of Maryland is giving your home country of uh, northern New York and Buffalo area a run for its that money. Is, that is my home country. Yeah. Your home country uh, of the Isang. Uh, a new Maryland bill was passed on Wednesday providing a tax credit incentive for producers to launch national tours and pre-Broadway productions in the state. Um, we have talked often about how a lot of shows get their starts in Buffalo or even Schenectady is a place mm-hmm. where a lot of shows... 
uh, do that because of a similar tax incentive bill that it provides financial opportunities for, um, you know, for lack of a better word, kickbacks for shows to do their tech processes and launches in upstate New York before going on national tours. It looks like Maryland is trying to get uh, in on that. Eligible productions may receive up to $2 million in refundable tax credits, and there is a maximum of $5 million that can be awarded in tax credits per year. Nice. Yeah. Gotta love the money. Follow the money. Follow the money. Money, money, money. Exactly. Uh, Anyway. All right, so it's a rich man's world. It is. Um, by the way, did you see the video? I tweeted it out. It's not new, but um, a video of Kelly Clarkson doing her Kellyoke thing on her show, singing "Dancing Queen," but as like a ballad. I don't I, think so. I tweeted it out a day or two ago. Go look at it if you haven't seen it, everybody. Okay. Like, I need her in. Mamma Mia three. Oh. I forget what I what I called it in in my tweet. Mama Mamma Mia. I, I think it was no. It's take a chance on three. Oh, good. Is what, nice. I, is what I said. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but she needs to be in it. It was absolutely amazing. But anyway, back to New York. Uh, yesterday, the Transport Group announced that they will be having their next concert in their Anne L. Bernstein concert series coming up on Monday, June twenty seventh, at the Kaufman Music Center, and it will be called. Rodgers and Hammerstein, a Broadway celebration. In the cast, which will be hosted by Bayork Lee and Paolo Montalban, uh, who, of course, was the original um not the original Prince because they'd done two versions before, but was the Mm. Prince in the Brandy and Whitney Houston version of Roger Hammerstein's Cinderella. Um, But joining this cast will be Donalyn Champlin, recent Broadway radio guest Hannah Ellis, uh, Erica Henningsen, Rachel Bay Jones, Betsy Morgan, Tally Sessions, recent uh, Broadway radio guest Alexandra Silber and more. Uh, this is one of those things that I would love to go to, but again, is on June 27th. I'm not going to be in town, um, but very cool. The transport group concerts are always great. Sometimes they do yeah. concert productions of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is more of a traditional concert, but should be tons of fun. Uh, all right. And recently we talked about the fact that Nicholas Barish is leaving the or recently has left the national touring production of Hades Town, mm-hmm. where he was playing Orpheus. At the time, there was no announcement as to why he was leaving, although our own Grace Aki kind of assumed she knew what it mm-hmm. was. And yeah. we found out for sure that was the case on Thursday when the Irish Repertory Theater announced the casting for the world premiere musical The Butcher Boy, which is based on the novel of the same name by Patrick McCabe. Um, Barish will be a part of that company. Uh, along with uh, David Baidi, Carrie Rebecca Brown, Joe Cassidy, Corey Conti, Andrea Lynn Green, and more. The show will begin performances on July 21st, ahead of an August 1st opening, with a limited run playing through September 11th. Into it. I haven't read the book, but this seems like it would be up my alley. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of a crazy uh, story here. So let me let me read this here. It's a surrealist coming of age tale, and here's how it's described. Good stuff. Life is hard for the youthful Francie Brady, who is being played by Barish, who struggles to navigate the narrow streets and narrow minds of an Irish village in the 1960s. But his eternal optimism and carefree spirit carry him above his dysfunctional family in Gossipy Town, where he lives in a comic book dreamland with his best friend Joe. When he taunts newcomer. Philip Nugent, his uptight mother, Mrs. Nugent, calls Francine's family a bunch of pigs. This triggers a violent pig obsession which grows as Francine's life Francie's life falls apart around him. I don't know what a violent pig obsession means. Have you seen Pig starring Nicolas Cage? It's that. 
Uh, it's a great movie. It's, it's uh, an exceptional movie. I you. honestly feel like he should have been nominated for an Academy Award. Uh, for, to be honest there's with you. no doubt. Yeah. But anyway, a violent pig violent obsession pig in the butcher obsession. boy. I, I mean, it. I feel like the butcher <laughs> boy kind of gives away some of what that might mean. Um, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, it is truffle related. Who knows? I mean, maybe. All right, everybody. That's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful weekend, and we will be back to talk to you on Monday. Hey.